Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. know what that means don't you uh, you better trademark that Migos are gonna steal that or somebody else <laughs> definitely <laughs> trademark that <laughs> drum roll into nfc nfc nfl divisional weekend Sheesh. Sheesh. but yeah it's, it's ooh, i'm pumped one of the best weekends of football I think I've ever watched. And that's not like buying into the hype. Like every game ended on a game winner. Yeah, that is. You couldn't ask for more. You couldn't ask no. for more. So, you know what? We usually beat around the bush. We're not this time two fans. We're done. We done beating around the bush. We just getting into the <laughs> bush. We just getting into the bush. And so we're going to start off with probably the best Probably the best game of the weekend. Arguable since there were so many great games. You always save the best for last. You had Buffalo versus Kansas City. And overtime thriller. We all thought one offense led too much time for the other offense and whatnot. Turned out to be a Kansas Kansas City overtime game winner, 42 to 36. And my main thing is. I I don't dude should should we just change the overtime rules man like that that's, <laughs> at the end of the day I was just like I felt bad I know I've came I've come on here and trashed Josh Allen I take yes. it all back I take it all times. back <laughs> I, take it all, I take all of it back because he did exactly what I wanted him to show me and he was great in the playoffs and <laughs> I feel bad because his defense you compared him to Baker Mayfield. You should feel look, bad. Look, 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 look. Listen, listen, listen. I feel bad because, one, he he did what he was supposed to do, and he only left 13 seconds left on the clock. And his defense just shit the bed. Couldn't help him out. Just needed one, one, one stop. And then, two, I feel bad because I'm pretty sure it's on his conscience that he didn't pick the right you know, he didn't call the right thing on the coin toss. Um, oh, oh, I see. Okay. He, he didn't, he had a 50 50 shot at winning this game and he blew it. <laughs> and so, <laughs> he blew it. Uh, all he had to do, I think it came out to tails. Is that, is that, is that heads? What the, it was heads. It was heads. Yeah. He, he was probably just like me. Tails never fails. Let's go, motherfucker. And then he just, Heads, I mean, it's I crazy can't believe you're a tails work. guy. I'm a heads guy all the way. Tails, bro. Tails never fails. You know what I'm saying? And yesterday, <laughs> it, it just bugged me at the end of it. I felt bad for Josh Allen and that Bills team because they played their asses off. Also, I'm tired of the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and his family. And <laughs> yeah. Should, should should they do do these overtime rules need altering? Uh, you know what? I I, I really don't think they do. This <laughs> is 
I'm serious. This is this is a game, dude. Both quarterbacks led their team in rushing, and both quarterbacks played out of their mind. There's like a 50 yard difference between the two. And those 50 yards by Patrick Mahomes in overtime. So like they were exactly the same throughout the game. I mean, Josh Allen 68 rushing yards, Patrick Mahomes 69. Oh, 69. Uh, <laughs> but I mean. Same, 329, 378. I mean, the same numbers. They played the same. They both played a perfect game. At the end of the day, dude, you can't be upset at the overtime rules if your defense doesn't stop them. Like, they got one job. You get sent out there. It's just like any other overtime. You get sent out there, you got to stop them. If you don't stop them, you lose. Now, should they be able to respond? I Yeah, in, in that game, yes. Like, they should. They should have sent Josh Allen out there just to see if he could respond. I would be okay with the that rule adjustment if you allowed like a like a redemption shot in beer pong. Like you you want that for the quarterback, the other team. Yeah, I, I would allow that. I think that'd be okay, but not like blame. I'm not blaming the the overtime for this. The defense got to stop them. Well, it, the thing was, no defense was stopping anybody in this game. <laughs> That's just no. point blank period. No defense was stopping anything. Um, what what if they did college rules? Uh, what is it? They get the ball at the twenty five. Yeah, would that be a good adjustment or rule change? I don't know. I feel like they'll just be scoring in this. If you look at this game realistically, yeah. they would have just been scoring back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. One play, <laughs> one play, <laughs> one play. We were. I mean, we came on here and we were bitching about. What was it? Uh, it was Auburn, Alabama, that they go to the two point conversions and then Auburn just lost it one of the two-point conversions and i think you were the one defending you're like i like the two-point conversion college football overtime rule right like you you had said that if i i don't want to put words in your mouth do you remember saying that um i i say a lot of things do you like do you like the college football like when they go to two points do you like that like are you a fan of that um it's a very good question that i don't know the answer to (laughs) <laughs> I guess I'm a, I guess it depends on how I'm feeling that day. I guess that day maybe I would have said something or I I don't know. We need a a drunk Topher to come and mimic. Yeah, something like that. Every single thing I said on that episode five months ago. So um, ultimately, though, it's just it for me. I'm just a little hurt. I wanted to see the Bills win. I was rooting for the Bills because I tired of Kansas City. I'm tired of Kansas City. And it's funny when it comes to these overtime rules, you can always tell who the crowd is going for and who they're going against because when tom brady did this against kansas city three years ago four however many years ago it was no one said anything about the overtime rules just the kansas city fans but the general public didn't say anything now everybody is tired of kansas city wants the bills to win and overtime rules needing to be changed is just every other tweet on my timeline yeah every other tweet and it's ridiculous and shout like i said shout out josh allen shout out gabriel davis this dude went excuse my language pardon my language for uh the very uh educated (laughs) two fans listeners out there but he just went ape shit out there (laughs) eight receptions 201 yards and four touchdowns Dude, and then he had that one, the the one that I don't even. There's so many like back and forth in that in that last yeah two yeah. Minutes. So it was the one before the Tyreek Hill touchdown, 
that Davis had where he literally he did, did the that head little, fake. Yeah. Head fake, left head fake, and he was sent down. That dude, sent that corner to the nether realm, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that was just filthy. That was filthy stuff right there. Um man, that that just it, it's funny because it was the cherry on top of a great yeah. week. It was the absolute cherry on top. We we had so many corners falling on routes, it felt like. There was just a lot of slipping out there. And it, fact check me on this, Am, but I, I want to say it's postseason, but no wide receiver has ever caught four postseason touchdowns in a single game. Yeah, and I can tell yeah, you right now, the record. It, I, I'm not sure if it was postseason or regular season. season. It was only postseason. Yeah. But 201, four touchdowns, yeah. And I watched the whole game, and I feel bad because I didn't realize that he had four touchdowns and all these yards until that la- the head fake, until he, he caught it with 14 or 13 seconds left in the in the fourth quarter. And we all thought it was... It was it was uh too little time for Patrick Mahomes, dude. Thirteen seconds, too much time, too much time. <laughs> I really thought that was it. I was like, I know it's Patrick Mahomes, and but I was like, thirteen seconds. Come on, you you just you literally just need one one stop. I know they have all their timeouts. You just need one stop. And I'm gonna tell you right now, the theme of the weekend is, I told you guys whenever in the playoffs. Your your great your 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 faults get exposed heavily. Yep. All these defensive coordinators got exposed on their play calling. And we'll talk more about that in specific for for the Tampa Bay game, because I got some stuff to say about that defensive play call towards the end there. Well, how about this play call? You got 13 seconds left and you're kicking the ball off. Why aren't you squibbing it? Because it gives them, it gets them a shorter field, but it doesn't matter if you squ- so you 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 kick from I believe the your forty yard line and you squib it, you land on their thirty as about or even their forty, but you eat up five seconds or six seconds. So there's only eight, seven or eight seconds to you, not a good you, call, really. You do know the clock doesn't start until the team touches the ball. It. Okay. So I, like, I, okay, fall, so fall, so you fall, like you fall. fall. You're saying that you would they would fall on it is what you would think. They yeah, would they, they would fall make and just kneel, and okay. so they would that would maybe take a second off the clock, and they would get it further ahead on on the in the on the field. Then the touchback, yeah. Okay, fair point. Fair point. I had heard that a ton today too. Is why why they kicked it out of the end zone, and maybe maybe the argument was more for putting it in the end zone, so he had to catch it and kneel and maybe that takes up one second i mean seriously we're talking about seconds here because 13 seconds is too much time 10 seconds is too much time how crazy is that in all the tom brady drives and everything i've seen i've never seen a drive like that and it was i mean the defense man the defense was non-existent on that drive i mean you can't allow that you cannot allow that it's crazy but patrick Mahomes, dude it was it was insane, but that in fact was a record that was previously held by Jerry Rice and Fred Billet Billetnikov. Jerry yeah, Rice uh, had three touchdowns. I, know I don't know how to pronounce. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. Jerry Rice had previously three touchdowns, but four touchdowns is indeed a new NFL record. Here's your fun it- fact for this game: 
it took longer for Dak's QB draw run at the end of the San Francisco game than it did for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to go however many yards they did to set up a 49-yard field goal. They did it in 13 seconds. Dak's QB draw play took 14 seconds. (laughs) When I heard that stat this morning, I don't know if you heard it from Shannon, but Shannon said it to skip on Undisputed. He said that he goes, well, we know that Patrick Holmes is better than Dak because it only took him 30 seconds to run two plays and Dak, it took him 14 to run one. Skip's face melted. I mean, he was, he was, I could see the Pistons firing. He was so pissed off. He was about to go off and they cut to commercial break, but quite a stat. Nice stat, David. I love that. Yeah. Tyree kill 150 and one touchdown with the peace sign. It wasn't a game high 201 yards and you still don't win. Feel bad for Stefan Diggs too. Stefan Diggs. There's that that uh, infamous photo of him standing out there last year with the uh, them celebrating, and they're posting it everywhere. And then the man, I mean, loses in probably the most heartbreaking fashion you can. So what a game, though! Game of the year for sure, in my opinion. Great game, a hundred percent. Like I said, um, it all comes down to the details, the little things, and honestly, the defensive coordinator. The defense slash defensive coordinator, they really, I mean, no easy way to say this. They fucked up on that, yeah. that one, especially that Kelsey throw. That Kelsey throw was, I mean, there there had to be so many better. You can't just give Patrick Mahomes and these receivers all this space. I understand you're you're trying to keep them in front of you, but mm-hmm. there has to be a def- better defense to run in which you have you have defenders at every level. Uh, you can't just put everybody back. And it, it was just, I, I can't help but think he he thought I had this. Whoever, whoever like that, just the whole team in general thought they had it. Because for the most part, you do. They just need one mishap, one deflection, one, you know, almost sack or something. Just And that, that would have won them the game. And so that's all it comes down to right there. And a coin toss, but we already we already harped on that enough. Dude, they they went when you look at the scoring by quarter, seven, 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 nine Chiefs, fifteen, thirteen Bills fourth quarter. They were lockstep the entire way. And then obviously six zero Chiefs in overtime, but man. I mean, just and we and we had just were about to get into it, but the 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 Bucks game, man. When we finished that one up, I was sitting there like, dude, this man Tom Brady can come back from 27-3. There's no way we get a better game. Like, I was getting excited for the game last night, the Bills-Chiefs, and I just thought after that, I was like, there's no way it gets better. And freezing cold takes like they do posted, I think it was gridiron on their deal, or it was like best game of the weekend. And it was a picture of the Tom Brady game, and it was right before the Bills-Chiefs game started. And who would have known? Not me, certainly. Definitely best game of the weekend. Best game of the year. Awesome, awesome watch. Awesome watch. Yes, sir. And uh, you mentioned the man's name. So let's 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 not tease it anymore. Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Los Angeles Rams. <sighs> Man, where 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 to start on this one? Um, I, I just want to get both of you guys take on this. Do you think that? the Buccaneers lost this game 
or the Rams won this game. Hmm. And I understand there's like two parts to this because there's a first half and a second half. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, in the end, did the Buccaneers bite themselves in the ass, essentially? (laughs) The Bucs, the Rams didn't win this game. They were trying everything in their, you know, God-given power to lose this game. Um, And the Bucs, obviously, I think who really lost this game was the health of the Bucs. You know, there was the talk, talk of the right tackle, Tristan Wirfs, got injured last week, and then I, I forgot who they started, but ended up... Do you know who they started, David, at right tackle? I don't know, but he was getting abused. Yeah, he, he got abused. Abused. And then he got injured. It was a quad injury that then turned into an ankle injury, and he couldn't put any weight on it. I'm still watching him play at the end of the first half, and he was hobbling around. Uh, and then they moved their right guard out to right tackle and put in... A r- undrafted rookie in right guard at this in, in the second half. And dude, if you watch this game, Tom Brady had less than three seconds on every single throw, if not quicker. I mean, there was one I watched where Aaron Donald was in his face in less than two seconds. And Tom Brady's got a notoriously quick, a famously quick release time. But at, at some point, it's not the release time that matters. It's the receiver's routes not fully maturing and you not even being able to get them the ball or even put it in a place that they're going to catch it in a couple seconds or in a second. So um, if I had to pick one, the Rams won this game purely based on their first half performance. I mean, going into the half 20 to three on Tom Brady, I know they were nervous going into half, dude. I know they were nervous. They had to be. But answer your question, man, it has to be if of those two options, the Rams won this game. I. It was funny because I remember uh, Chris Collins were doing a replay on one of the sacks that Brady had. And it was he literally highlighted every single defensive lineman. Aaron Donald. Look at him. He met up with Tom Brady right there. Um Aaron, oh, I just said Aaron Donald, but uh, Von Miller, look at him right there, all on the same play. They're right there. He met up with Tom Brady. I forgot the other, ah, bother me who the other defensive end's name was, but he was like, and he was right there ready at Tom Brady. And I was just like, somebody help this man's bro. Like, I don't think, I honestly, this might have to be, this might have to be the worst offensive line tom brady offensive line performance it has to be ever i've never seen tom brady just absolutely incapable of just throwing because he just doesn't have any time and uh i know a lot of comparisons are made uh between the bucks versus chiefs in the super bowl last year to this game you know tom brady getting a taste of zone medicine or the bucks in general but at least Tom Brady, you know, came back to tie the game. Whereas Patrick Mahomes, you know, he didn't even score a touchdown. I'm just going to put that out oh, there. Just want to put that oh. out there. Just want some, <laughs> some salt on the wound. But ultimately, I think the Bucks lost this game because of one thing. Because of what I said earlier. Somebody gets exposed. And what got exposed this weekend? These defensive coordinators and their BS play calling. This dude decided, you know what? You know what? Cooper just had that big gain right there. 
Let's go with a slot blitz and make him one on one with the safety. Let's do a <laughs> slot blitz where Cooper Cup is on the slot. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. Do I need to be a defensive coordinator? Do I need to be a defensive coordinator? I mean, I don't I don't know if y'all recall it somewhere in the archives from like a year or so ago. I was telling these defensive coordinators the same three plays that the Chiefs ran every single time. The little Kelsey tight end shovel, the the out, the Tyreek Hill little quick out. Do I need to become a defensive coordinator? Because if I'm playing Madden and Cooper Cup already got like eight receptions, 100 yards on me, the last thing I'm going to do is let me send a slot blitz. And I, I, I don't know the full play call. It might have been a zero blitz. It was. Like, it was. It was a blitz. Oh it was a cover god. zero blitz. Oh my god! <laughs> they, they had what is, a, what they is had Antoine Winfield the safety drop, but he dropped too late, and that's why Cooper was open because they ran a cover zero blitz. <laughs> oh, yeah, but man. that's one of those things that people don't remember the the good things you did. They remember that one bad thing. Yeah, because I mean, they had four four what was it four fumble recoveries. The reason that we're in that game was because of the defense. I mean, I mean, Tom yes. Brady played exceptional. But I mean, he had 329 yards, which is ex- exceptional with with the, what we had to work with, and that would have been one of those things that if the Rams would have lost. It would have been we? if they lose it. We the what? You said no, we. Oh no, well, oh 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 oh! oh, oh I'm oh, the bandwagoner. Oh. <laughs> Let this be known. I'm the bandwagoner. Tom Brady. We, I'm on Tom Brady's we. team. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, but. It would have been one of those things, man. Like the defense was, was the reason why they were in the they horrible call at a horrible time. But the defense was the reason why they were in the game, dude. The, the Rams you, were literally trying to give it up, dude. You are correct. But the thing is, those fumbles, those sacks, they were getting it from the four down linemen. They they weren't they didn't need to blitz. They were getting enough pressure with JPP and Dominican Sue and those guys just rushing them for that's why i i'm just like there's no need for that yeah there's no need for that desperation because the thing is also in in clutch time stafford's unraveling before our eyes in clutch time what do you do do you you, fuck it cooper cup out there somewhere you're looking for cooper cup i'm sorry oh i know obj's out there but he he hasn't you know cooper cup's been there the whole time Cooper cup's been that guy all season. And so the last thing I want to do is send a blitz out to where I got Cooper cup one-on-one with a safety. I don't care if he wasn't quick enough to, you know, get to him or whatever. Most of the time you leave Cooper cup one-on-one with a safety, bad things are going to happen. And I, I, I mean, Winfield, great safety. But don't get me wrong, he's no Earl Thomas or something like that. You know what I mean? Like he there, yeah, he's still a young cat. Good, but a young cat. And so I was just I was dumbfounded. I was flabbergasted. I was uh baffled mm-hmm. by that defensive play call because it, it it just I felt like it wasn't necessary at the moment. You you play it safe, essentially, because Stafford wasn't able to do anything throughout that quarter. They've been unraveling before your eyes. 
let them lose the game. Let them do what they've been doing. Don't, don't, don't take that risk, which is what happened. You, they took the risk, all out blitz, paid the price for it. That's what happens, right? Yeah. I now, now the funny thing is now thinking about it, shit, maybe Buffalo should have went on that all out blitz. Maybe their coverage would have been better on Travis Kelsey if they went in on an all out blitz. Just All I know saying. is defensive coordinators uh, head coaching stock is plummeting as of this past weekend, unfortunately. Um, mm. Dude, what a game, man. I I mean, to even witness Tom Brady tying it up 27-27 after being down 27-3. I mean, how lucky are we to witness that? To all the people that hate Tom Brady because he's just so good the reason we all love Tom Brady is because of this past weekend, because he does things that are just unfathomable. And, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes, we just got done talking about, and Josh Allen did those same things this weekend. Just great, great football. Uh, but unfortunately, this is a game where, again, health, man, the Rams were just objectively a better team at almost every facet. And you mentioned Matthew Stafford unraveling at the very end before the two passes to Cooper Cubby got sacked and we were seeing him unravel. I mean, he would, he almost, he fumbled it on the way down on that sack. It would have been the fifth fumble in the second half. And that's the thing on that sack. They right. They, they only rushed four. They rushed four and got to him. You don't need to blitz. Todd Bowles. What are you doing, man? I, uh, they're the better team, man. Aaron Donald is just one of those dudes that's he's terrifying. And when you can't guard him and then you got Von Miller and Von Miller looks like he's in 2015. It's just, I mean, what are you, what are you really going to do? You got the triple Ooh. crown winner, 1900 yards. He put up the 1900 yards. You know, I was making a, I was making an argument this past weekend about Mike Evans being a top three or even, or Top five at the very least, top three wide receiver in the league. Cause I said he had, you know, he has seven consecutive thousand yard receiving seasons. And he's one of the, he's Mr. Consistent. You know, he's been down there in Tampa and Jameis and this. And Cooper Cup had almost double that this year. It's like, I can't even process how many yards he had. So my God, 183 yards here. Um, just the better team, man. We were lucky to witness Tom Brady do what he did. Uh, if they had won this game, the Rams would look back on this and it would just be horrible for that community. I mean, horrible to fumble as many times as they did and then have Tom Brady, of all people, 27-3, not quite 28-3, but 27-3 come all the way back. Just really impressive uh, after the season that Tom had. And I'm sad that he lost because I love watching him, but I'm not totally crushed because who we have left in the playoffs is still pretty awesome so i was i was i felt more bad for uh josh allen than i did tom brady this past weekend because oh if they 100 percent. if they had made it past the rams they get creamed in the next round i mean i i really or in the super bowl maybe not next round you're right maybe not next round uh but in the super bowl they would have because it's just health man like they they just they're just not the same team they're not as healthy yeah that's that's it it didn't help either that they went up against probably the 
mm, best defensive line left in the playoffs. I mean, you got Von Miller and Aaron Donald on one line. I, there's not much of an old man who's got a better defensive line. Um, I would uh, like to get a shout out to Cam Akers. He got bailed out big time. Best believe he would have been on the chopping block, the waiver wire immediately if the Tampa Bay and uh, Tom Brady were able to pull off this comeback. Uh, dude, it's just a crazy game. I was trying to take a nap because I was like 27-3, man. This shit is over. And I was tired. I was like, let me take a nap. Couldn't fall asleep. Turned out to be a banger of a game, and I'm glad I did not fall asleep to that. You know what's funny is I actually almost, I walked out of the room after, man, what was the play? It was it was something that had happened um, towards, it, it, it was, was right it, was after it, the Cam Akers fumble. And was it something, when they were playing, playing hot potato? They were playing hot potato. Cam Akers fumbled, and then freaking like tom brady fumbled it, and he yeah, got it, it right tom. back but then yeah. that was the then the next the fumble, play the, yeah, the, the snap yeah the snap went right over i was like who they're like all right who who wants to lose who who wants to lose like who's trying to fuck this up the most and it's just that was a funny sequence they were playing hot potato with each other there was i i i wanted to leave because I was like, God, oh, Tom's gonna lose. And then I started to walk downstairs, and something had happened where I just heard screaming on the TV. And it was the Mike Evans pass. It was right before the Mike Evans pass. Dude. And I and I checked the score. I was like, Oh my God, he just scored. And I walked upstairs, he, sat and watched it. <laughs> he didn't just score. He burned Jalen Ramsey. Like, I don't want to hear nothing no more about this. Jalen Ramsey is an island kind of deal because they literally on defense for the Rams, they put Jalen Ramsey on Mike Evans. They said, everybody else worry about Scotty Miller and whoever else may seem like a threat. And Mike Evans just burned this man to 73 yard touchdown, whatever it was. And so that, that was, that was also pretty significant for me personally to see not that like not that i'm a jalen ramsey hater or anything like that but just seeing that the way they set up the defense to where it's uh jalen ramsey versus mike evans they're like yeah just put jalen over there let everybody else worry about mike evans is covered because jalen ramsey's on him just made him regret it real quick and last note, I I hate to say this. I I I hate to say this. This was a game they needed Antonio Brown for. They needed they just needed somebody else, man. Like doubling Gronk and then occasionally doubling Mike Evans. They needed somebody else. Scotty they Miller needed, wasn't enough. They needed a Gabriel Davis. They did. They needed somebody. And Cameron Brait. You know, it was pretty. I he had one catch. He had that one catch. I think it was right on the end zone right line. On the first, yeah, yeah, right on the first down. Almost. And that was big. But Scotty just didn't show up like he did last year in the big NFC Championship game. And you know, there's only so much you can do with playoff Lenny, man. I I didn't believe that stat. They 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 played a stat for him yesterday. Is that one of the only guys to have uh, seven consecutive? a touchdown in seven consecutive postseason games. He's like up there with like 
I God knows who, honestly, you have to pull that stat up for me, but it was, I didn't know he, he had that record going for him, but he had two yesterday playoff Lenny, bro. Real deal. Playoff. Comes off an injury. He's the real deal. Real deal. Playoff Lenny. Cause you don't really, he doesn't do much regular season, but playoffs, he just turns this shit up to another level. Um, it was just sad. It was sad to see, but not as sad. Like you said, it's not as sad as Josh Allen. I was really sad about that, but this was a little sad. And I was just like, Todd Bowles, what are you doing? You messed this up for my goat. Messed this up for him with that dumb play call. AB, yes, they needed AB. They absolutely needed AB because it just, it, it wasn't working. Gronk, I know Gronk was there, but Gronk, the thing about Gronk is by this point, it's either he's, going berserk for multiple touchdowns and they're just not even trying to cover him or they're locking him down. You you can't get to him. They're focusing on him. You can't get to him. And I feel like there's really no in between with him. So that's why that second receiver or I guess third option behind Gronk and Mike Evans was just so necessary. And to have a guy on the skill level as, as Antonio Brown as that third receiver, they would have, Hands down, won this game. He would have been taking ankles everywhere. Yeah. Without a doubt. And it sucked that, you know, they had to go out like that. I mean, made for an interesting ending. Um, But like I said, all it comes down to is these these, uh, weaknesses of these teams getting exposed heavily. That and health. Yeah, that and health for sure. Health. Yes, sir. And uh, speaking of weaknesses, Aaron Rodgers has become a weakness to the Green Bay Packers. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. We all know that's not true. (laughs) We know that's not true. Aaron Rodgers is the best part of Green Bay. But thing was, unexpectedly, as the theme, another theme for the weekend, um, underdogs, except for the Chiefs. Boo. Boo. Um, All the underdogs won. Uh, The Packers dropped their playoff game to the San Francisco 49ers, 13 to 10. And it's crazy because I was texting a uh, fellow two fans, Eddie, like a week ago when San Francisco won against the Cowboys, he said, do you think the 49ers have a chance against green Bay? And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> I replied, absolutely not. No chance, no way, no how. And they got it done. But the thing is, as you guys know, let's rewind. There was a whole drama with Aaron Rodgers past offseason. He barely even came back to Green Bay. And so now all this ensues. They get the number one seed their first game. They get bounced out by none other than the 49ers. Do we see Aaron Rodgers in a Green Bay uniform next year? I'd like to also add that I think he's 0-4 in his last four meetings with the 49ers, including the playoffs last year. Uh, No, two years ago. I apologize. Uh, Do we see him in a a Green Bay Packers jersey? Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. He explicitly said he's not going to be here if he's not interested in a rebuild. Yeah, and he's not going to be in a green Bay uniform and it's just because he doesn't want to be in a green Bay uniform. He expressed that last off season. He didn't want to be in a green Bay uniform. And so 
he did his his final dance, his his final round with Devonte, and it didn't work out. And unfortunately, they're going to go their separate ways. There's a lot of spots that he could land that are really kind of attractive. Alejandro, can you please uh, double check me, please? But I remember, if I remember correctly, the agreement that brought Aaron Rodgers back was that they reduced his contract to where this past season was his last year of his contract, and now he's going to be a free agent. Is that correct? I want to say that he is not, and he's a rest- a restricted free agent this offseason, and that he's got one extra year on his contract. Because I heard that somewhere, but double check, fact check. Even so, I mean, do you think he'll end up in a Green Bay jersey regardless of contract stipulations? I don't know, dude, because... Um... It depends what he defines as a build. So Green Bay could be smart and keep just enough pieces to where it seems like they'll be competitive for a Super Bowl. But low-key, they're like, "Uh, we're not expecting much, but we got Aaron back. Yeah, so he is not pending. He is not a pending free agent. They agreed to restructure uh, last year. He void year. The void year was 2023. So he is not able to enter free agency yet, but he is able for a franchise tag after next season. So he's not free agent. Uh, so, he so they would have to have, trade him. So essentially, he, would, he still has another year left on the contract. This be traded. Interesting. Mm. What do you give up that equals? I heard earlier. Um, Trey Lance, or it was Jimmy and two first rounders, and then another piece on top of that. And he goes to San Francisco. I thought that was kind of interesting, especially because draft day, they like they showed an old clip of him saying, you know, they're going to regret not drafting me. For, if it's ta- speaking specifically about the 49ers, and I don't know if they have, they do regret it at this I mean, point. They, they keep beating his ass every year, so I don't know about that. Um, that'll that'll be interesting. I mean, if you would have asked me a few weeks ago, I would be like, "Yeah, 49ers, what the hell? Go get Aaron Rodgers." But now, January 2022, almost February, are you really gonna go out and trade a bunch of equity? for a guy you literally just be again <laughs> you know i i just don't know if you do that uh i think it depends a lot too on what they see in trey lance and that that's just i don't i don't know and aaron Rodgers, what does your ego say can you yeah are you are you are you gonna kevin durant this this hoe are you gonna yeah you can't beat him join him kind of deal kind of ironic because they're you know that happened with the golden state warriors out in oakland bay area san francisco and this would happen to the san francisco 49ers some something going on in that bay area who knows who knows but I think it comes down to a lot of things, but ultimately I think it will be a very dramatic off season that will kind of suck because he would end up back in a green Bay uniform week one. 
So it's going to be like the David Van Wagen tour and go round and round and round. And he's going to be in Hawaii chilling with his, uh, I don't know if they're married or not yet, but girlfriend, the girl from Divergent. I don't know her, her name. (laughs) I just know her from Divergent. I feel like this man switches up every. He does. He does. But Uh, can't, can't fault his taste though. I, I, I won't. Can't, can't do that. He'll he'll end up somewhere that um you know what I'm also not entirely sure that he'll come back and play. I think he's a little bit different than than Tom Brady in that way and in the and then and the other people we compare him to like the Peyton Mannings of the world. Um I I don't think he really cares to be in the limelight as much as he is because of how many people take shots at him. I mean the major media outlets now, when they talk about Aaron Rodgers, don't really talk about his field on the his play on the field. It's so much more about his attitude, and he has made his name synonymous with horrible, horrible uh, attributes, such as like selfish, uh, condescending. Um, I mean, you name it. Name any any attribute you would give your bad boss or your worst boss. That's kind of what they're calling Aaron Rodgers now. So, <laughs> um, I I don't know that he'll come back and play, but if he does, I think it'll be more of a pleasure thing than anything, and it'll definitely be a situation that if he is in a position to win a Super Bowl, I don't think anything less than a Super Bowl. I think he'd, he'd take an interest to that, but I don't think he's he's out there anymore to prove anything. I think he's one of the most talented players to ever play, uh, and he's certainly one of the better quarterbacks. In, in the history of football. So I disagree. I think he wants to play. And I think all of that stuff you mentioned about being in the limelight, he's been called X, Y, Z. First of all, you have a very, I don't know what it is. You have a soft spot for Aaron Rodgers. I swear you do. Cause you, 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 you cry for this man. And I'm just like, dude, I, I mean, yes, I hear what you're hearing too, but, I don't think it's really that often to where I'm like, guys, stop. That's my quarterback. Y'all need I to wish stop, he was man. my quarterback. Shit. I, if, if that's what it takes, I'll sit here and cry for the next year. If that's what it takes for him to be stop, my quarterback. Man. That's my quarterback. Uh. Like, <laughs> I mean, yes, he kind of gets trashed on a little bit, but not, not that much to where he's like, you know what? Screw this. I'm walking away from the game. I think that's all noise to him, and he's kind of used to it at this point because years and years in the making. Um, but I think he still wants to play. I think he still still wants the ball out. I could, I could just feel it, dude. He yeah. wants the ball, just like Tom Brady. Tom Brady, though, I will say, kind of getting retirement vibes from him. Don't know what it is. This is the first time I've ever gotten retirement vibes Ooh, from him. Oh, see, Aaron I Rod- disagree, man. But I don't Aaron, know. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, dude, he he's gonna ball out, and he'll be in a Texans uniform before you know it. <laughs> <laughs> With Brian Flores as the head coach, Brian <laughs> <laughs> the head coach, and dude. freaking um, what you call it? Uh, Jack Easterbunny still in the building. <laughs> yeah, Deshaun Watson up in Green Bay, shipped him out to Green Bay. Not a bad spot for him. That's that's pretty attractive, especially if they lock down Devontae. Um. I I'm surprised you get retirement vibes from Tom. I, I, I get retirement vibes from Tom 
only in the way of Giselle. I just feel like Giselle might have that, you know, come to the Tom moment and say, hey, like, you know, this is enough. Like, you need to spend time with your family. Like, because she makes more money than he could ever dream of. And football is nothing but a hobby to him at this point, or I, I guess something that fills his day because he could retire tomorrow and would live fine. You know, he's just such a competitor that he's going to keep playing and playing and playing for he wants to keep winning, man. Like it's not even about his legacy because his legacy is more than cemented as the greatest football player ever. Um, I think it's just why not, man, if he can still play, he's coming off his best statistical year, I think ever. And and Alejandro, I mean, you know, Tom Brady better than both of us. It sounds like, I mean, I think this was his best statistical year of his career. If not, probably in his twenties or some, something like that. I think the 2007 year was the, the only other year. Uh, I don't see why he would retire. The only, actually I'll take that back. The only way I see him retiring is besides the Giselle thing is if the team is not what it was. If he, if he's got to put something together and get receivers and this and that, and the offensive line clearly is an issue, at least health wise. Um, yeah, that that would be something I think he doesn't want to come back and get sacked <laughs> you know for a living anymore. Especially if he's not going to win. I mean, we just watched, you know, Bills and Chiefs, man. That's the future. So that's that's what I got for you, dude. I I don't think so, but who knows. Like I said, I think uh A-Rod got a a lot of ball left in him. Um speaking of ball and balls, uh two quick notes before we uh and this one shout out to Sean, Sean McDermott McDermott's balls. They were pretty huge and they needed them during that game too bad. I just, it, once again, I am sad. It didn't result in the win that they should have had, <laughs> should have had. And then two fellas in honor of Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs never Never let your girl tell tell you thirteen seconds is isn't long enough. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Two fans. <laughs> you know where to find us. <laughs> you know where to find us. At Slice Devils Pod on Twitter, Slice Devils Podcast, Instagram, and TikTok. And uh, <laughs> we will see you next time. <laughs>